So this is a bit of a longer episode, but absolutely worth listening to the end. I feel implored to do a full episode on consciousness and awareness. That is how powerful I feel this concept has been towards the transformation of my life. By consciousness, I don't mean just being aware of the decision you're making. To me, there's so many layers. Not only to become more aware, but to develop a lasting and tangible level of presence with self. Welcome to Already Within, the podcast designed for millennials who are seeking out a more authentic way of life. Together, we'll explore the mind, body, and spirit through holistic coaching and level up our consciousness by challenging some of our traditional thinking. Take a listen if you're curious about learning yourself, want a safe space to feel vulnerable, or just want some helpful tools to take into your own practice. I'm excited to have you along this journey with me. May your heart remain open and spirit set free. First topic is where do we go from here? How do we get started? I wish I could give you the steps toward some form of enlightenment that you would systematically become healed. I really do wish that. But I also know reality shows the process a bit differently. My journey, which I'll be sharing in a minute, may look wildly different from your own. I encourage you to use these methods to find your own way through to use these ideas as samples to propel the props in your own voyage. That's a lot of C references. I had to do it. Uh, But enough baiting here. Before we get into some healing tools, I thought it'd be worth knowing who you're listening to. So this is a piece of my heart to you. My name is Jasmine Bassett, and this is, as I like to call it, my healing journey. I am a former military brat who moved cross-country five times before hitting puberty. I had so much instability, which led to a troubled adolescence that also followed me into my mid-20s. I didn't know what coping was at the time, but used alcohol, casual sex, and ridiculous amounts of food just to feel numb. A failed relationship led me to faith and a path of abstinence. I canceled the fuckboys and in a slight move of power, reclaimed my body. I started this journey because I knew deep down there was more to life than what I was living. Steadily approaching 30, I found myself sitting in the same places, waiting in the same lines, asking myself, is this really it? Am I truly happy? I'd been struggling with high-functioning depression for over a decade. I had my fair share of trauma from adolescence, so much so that my mind suppressed nearly all of my memories. I battled and at times still do an eating disorder and my mind lives in the state of chaos, similar to ADHD. I honestly just needed a way out. I felt trapped and truly just sad. You should know that I don't intend to push my faith or ideology on anyone but God. He truly aligned some things for me. In late 2019, my housing was ending in Nashville, and my brother recently decided to get into Chicago real estate. He bought a condo on the north side and spent a few months remodeling, and I needed a new place to stay that was not Nashville. 
Basically overnight, I made the decision to move. And a month later, loaded up my U-Haul and made the eight-hour windy drive up north. I cried some ugly tears alone in that cab. I knew what I was leaving behind, but had no clue what I was walking into. I found myself a week after moving in just as lost as I was in Nashville. I thought, yes, moving will solve these problems. I was very wrong. I battled a lot of demons during that transition. But as I sit here two years later, pouring my soul into this microphone, I've got some wisdom to share. Over time, I started to find brief moments of relief, which started to compile into these lush mountains of personal growth. As you'll come to find listening to me over these episodes, I'm not perfect, nor am I trying to be. What I am is sharing how imperfect people can pick themselves up and start living the life they envision for themselves. I am passionate about learning the mind, about learning myself, and openly sharing my truth with you in hopes that you'll find your own way or simply just continue on the journey. So now that you know a little bit about me and trust, we will dig into all of that past in these coming episodes. But for now, let's talk about you. Let's talk about some tools that you can use to start developing the path to the life that you want. So there are three methods that help answer the question, how do I maintain and continue to grow? I like to break them down into three specific categories to help you compartmentalize and hopefully retain more of the things I'm talking about. We have mentally, physically, and socially. I want to first start with mentally. So the first under mentally is spending more time alone to help identify your likes and dislikes. This not only forces you to check in with yourself, but also removes any bias from your peers. What has helped me is trying new experiences. If something even barely piques my interest, I try to explore it. Whether it be studying up, actually performing the activity, or getting my hands on some new equipment, I encourage you to start challenging your comfort levels and start looking at change as an opportunity. You'll start to learn a lot about yourself quickly when you can establish what you like and what you don't. The next method for growing your consciousness is positive self-talk. I know there's this culture of toxic positivity, but that's not what we're talking about here. As you start to slow down and become more present, you will also become more aware of how you talk to yourself and the tapes that keep replaying. A recent study from Queens University found that humans have over 6,000 thoughts per day creating what they call thought worms. I'm not joking, that's what they call these things. (laughs) The coach in me says you have 6,000 opportunities to turn a negative thought into a positive one. Well, okay, like 3,000 if you're really doing the math right, but, but my main point is once you have become aware enough to recognize a thought, start picking at the negative ones and flip them to your benefit. Remember, you are creating new neurological pathways. Give yourself some time before trying to quantify the results. The last method for developing your mental consciousness is a bit controversial, so I'll keep this brief. We're talking about meditation and marijuana. If you've ever landed yourself on self-help TikTok, 
You will know that Gen Z tells us millennials all the time that we are uptight, (laughs) that we need to release the jaw, relax our shoulders, and remove the tongue from the top of our mouth. I mean, they're not wrong. (laughs) So what I do wanna do is take this moment as an opportunity. A little bit of Simon Says, but less Squid Game vibes. But first, let's adjust the tone here. I want to allow you to use my voice to release a wave of calm over you. I want you to start by dropping your shoulders. Release the tension in your eyebrows. And also release the tongue from the top of your mouth. I want you to remember this as baseline. If your shoulders start to creep back up, make the conscious effort to drop them down. You may need to do this a few times before your body realizes what you're trying to do. And now that you're all relaxed, let's talk about the politically charged topic of cannabis, otherwise known as medical marijuana. (laughs) Please know that I am not condoning or endorsing any kind of drug usage, but simply telling my story on how it's helped me. As I said earlier, my mind is chaos, and an ADHD diagnosis doesn't always seem so far-fetched. Outside of medication, I use sativa to help focus. It turns those 6,000 thoughts into a crafted web of ideas that actually make sense. It helps me be productive, more mindful, and ironically, has also helped me build empathy. All to say, do what is right for you, your body, and in guidelines with your local governance. Or just move to a recreational state like I did. (laughs) Okay, enough with the mentally. We're going to start moving to physically. Okay, so physical methods are some of my favorite because it gets me out of my head for a minute. So if you haven't tried one of these yet, highly recommend 10 out of 10. First is the simplest and most accessible. It's closing your eyes. I use this tactic as a sensor blocker to help heighten my other four senses. Side note, for those with vivid imaginations or visual learners, this is a solid tip to help improve your listening skills. You'll be able to craft images as they speak and it feels like virtual painting. Okay, on to the next. For those who like to eat, like me, I want you to start being an active participant on identifying whether you're hungry or thirsty. Because baby, before I started doing this, I always thought I was hungry, but I was really just dehydrated. If you've got the gumption, try a water fast. This will help challenge your mental and easily distinguish your hunger pains, audibly and physically. This tactic not only helps you get rehydrated, but also brings your focus inward. The more you become aware of your body, the more your mind will begin to follow. The last one for physical is finding an activity that engages your body. For me, this was stretching and it accidentally turned into a love for yoga. What got me hooked is that I was forced to focus on one major body part at a time. I had to engage, contract, restrict, and control that specific part of my body. Just like removing a sense, it forces you to look within. The best way to get started, yes, even today, is with a body scan. I'll guide you through a quick body scan for those of you who have not had practice with this technique. 
It's similar to the skills we talked about earlier with meditation, but a little more systematic. As we scan down each body part, you'll want to tense and then release. The goal is as we go down to maintain that relaxation by avoiding tensing back up. So adjusting to my R&B late night radio vibes voice. All right, let's start from the top of your head. Tense your forehead as hard as you can and then release. Allow your jaw to relax and unclench your teeth. Drop your shoulders. As we work down the arms, clench your fist like you're angry. And with the out breath, release them. Bring the intention back to your chest and tighten those pecs and release. Follow down your stomach and watch your breath control your abdomen. As we work down to the legs, tense up your quads, glutes, hamstrings, and release. As we work our way down to the feet, curl up and wiggle your toes, and then release. If this feels great for you, pause this episode and sit here for a bit. Continue to engage with your body. But if you'd like to continue moving forward with the podcast, the next thing we're going to talk about is socially. This last method seriously improved my level of consciousness with self and with others and does require a bit of socializing. But first, let's take a look at our environment. I personally speak so highly of minimalism because I truly believe it changed my life. I found myself moving state to state, hauling massive U-Hauls of junk that I really didn't love and that I was also weighing down all of my thoughts. See, paring down is the act of removing items out of your house that no longer serve a purpose or that no longer spark joy to gain some mental clarity and open up space in your home. The space is not only figurative in the mind, but actually more physical space. It just felt peaceful to me. I started decluttering my house and over the course of a few months, I found I was surrounded with only things that truly made me happy. I started to show up better every day and I also slowly started to work my way out of a deep depression. I started trying new things because I had less burdens with my things. See, minimalism to some people may just be a trending show on Netflix, but in my reality, it propelled me into a space where I could see again. I strongly believe that this is one of those tools that leads you to being aware of your consciousness. But wait, there is more. And this is the part where the social comes into play. I encourage you to start seeing others as mirrors of yourself. So this one's a bit harder to muster and forces you to look at your own shortcomings. But if you're ready to start healing and put in the work, others will begin to show you the work that you have ahead. The reason I add this to the Consciously Aware episode is once you get that feedback from others, you're kind of compelled to start taking a harder look at yourself. But if you just want to dip your toes in, talk with someone you trust with an open heart to accept that feedback. In a safe space, ask them what some of your toxic characteristics are and actually be open to seeing them. Once you know, you'll start seeing those behaviors everywhere in your circles. It will take some time, but you will need to actively manage your pride and your ego 
Because trust, they will be bruised. (laughs) Start to own those toxic parts that you play and be kind to yourself as you work to heal those behaviors. They are not your identity, but you will begin to be closer to seeing your truest self. Okay, so the last social method is becoming more comfortable with no. And knowing your boundaries is awareness at its finest. Be okay with saying no when it's outside of your morals or newly created boundaries. Honey, no is a complete sentence. You don't need to explain yourself. Stand firm in your boundaries and watch as you start to uncover your inner strength. Because you're a boss bitch, baby. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Last one. I know what you're asking, but Jasmine, I am already on my healing journey and I've already got these tools. What do I do? Like, how do I start helping others? And I say to you, my love, is to start sharing what you know. I do this podcast because I truly believe in the power of healing work. And I'm sure if you're in the thick of it, you see some value in it too. Share that. We need more voices to diversify the seeds we are planting. Start sharing your lessons, your tips and tools and shameless plug. Start sharing this podcast too. (laughs) What I will say is we need to start making sure that we are raising the collective consciousness and to also be respectful of other people's boundaries. You can even help them set boundaries. But as always, be patient just as others were patient with you. We must remind ourselves that everyone's timeline and journey look different. And we all need a bit of grace as we try and find our own way. That's all for me, folks. Big thanks for listening in to Already Within. I'm your host, Jasmine Vessitz. To quickly recap, use the three pillars, mental, physical, and social, for developing your consciousness. Start to identify your likes and dislikes. Test out positive self-talk. And why not a few minutes of meditation? I want you to close your eyes and use situational awareness as a guide start actively engaging your body. If you want to rid yourself of toxic behaviors, look to others as mirrors of yourself. Last thing I'll say is developing your consciousness and awareness takes time and a lot of trusting in yourself. You will realize over time patterns start to reveal themselves and you begin to unearth all of your complex layers. Enjoy your journey and keep listening to these episodes as I help you on your way. As always, please like, review, and follow for more. Thanks. Have a good rest of your day. Love you. Bye.